Hey guys, it's your girl Ari Hart. So today I will be holding down the podcast alone. Um, Dorian has some things she has to handle. So this episode and the next episode, I will be rocking solo. So the episodes are not going to be as long because I don't have her. Um, Hopefully I can get a friend on my next one. So you guys can, you know, continue these conversations that we do. But today is just me. So as always, guys, I'm going to start with our what the hell happened. So, right, give you just an overbrief of my week and some hot topics. So, first, this past weekend was Made in America in Philly. Um, I never really go to Made in America. I always feel like it's just too much going on for me, too many people. Um, it's crowded, but the lineup definitely seemed really awesome. You know, I saw, I saw that Megan the Stallion, of course, was there. All those, you know, regular people that we normally see at these type of events. Um, yeah, I just can't get with the festivals and stuff. Like, I've always been that type of person. Like, big concerts, um, crowded areas is just not my thing. Like, the most type of concert I can really do is like maybe at the Fillmore or something like that type of a small space and if I do go to a bigger concert it has to be a place that has seating like the Wells Fargo Center or something like that but I it looked like everybody had a good time um this weekend I actually uh, hung out with a friend of mine I got so drunk on Friday was sis was throwing up Saturday so you know I'm chilling I really think I gotta pull back from the drinking because I used to like you know, back in college when I would drink a lot, I never would throw up from it. And I've been throwing up a lot recently from drinking. So either I'm doing too much with the drinking or maybe it's a sign that I just need to pull it back. So I might pull it back a bit. But other than that, guys, uh, let's get into Nicki Minaj, right? Retiring. So it's been word around that Nicki Minaj is retiring. And I was actually on her Twitter and she was saying like, this is a true thing. And that she's going to be talking about it on Queen Radio. So that episode hasn't come out yet. But you guys know, I will be definitely tuning in. Because that's kind of big, right? Nicki's very young still. She as she always puts out, she's the queen of rap. So for her to just randomly be retiring, I guess, it's not random for her, but to us, like, I am very curious. Um, so yeah, a lot of people actually that I've been seeing on the timelines have been kind of excited about it, kind of being smart. Oh yeah, sis, yeah, take a seat. Da, 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 da. I mean, I understand that Nikki definitely hasn't been, you know, the most mature person in the last year or two definitely has been questionable, but I feel like overall, like she's definitely, you know, added to the rap game in ways that we can't even comprehend and that we have to acknowledge. So, you know, if you're not a Nicki fan, that's cool, but let's not, it's not necessary to be all extra with it. Like, you know, she is retiring. Um, but I guess just like other rappers who had to sit down and let the new generation come in, I guess it's her time to take a seat. And I I do agree that Nicki has like ran her course. Uh, but, um, I definitely want to, I'm intrigued to know why, also, she has a collection coming out with Fendi, so that's pretty awesome. So even though she's retiring, she's still got the money flowing in. So Fendi, you know, um, that's a humongous brand, and that's pretty awesome that she's getting this opportunity to work with them. So shout out to Nikki. Also, in other news, to talk about some celebrity couples, um, Kalani and YG. This is all new to me. I didn't know that they were a thing, but that's such a cute little couple. And it's so funny because I saw that little mama actually posted under the comment so Meek Mill had posted a picture of Kalani and YG and then little mama commented like oh why you didn't post us and he like oh you trying to shoot your shot shot so I don't know guys we'll see what little mama trying to do with Meek Mill like is she trying to shoot a shot 
or what the case is. Um, and I think that would be kind of an interesting dynamic, especially because everybody always got something to say about little mama. Um, but yeah, YG and Kalani, I think they're a cute couple, you know, they look cute together. I mean, I never really dig or think too deeply into these like celebrity relationships, but I just thought that was kind of funny. Lastly, of our hot topics I want to touch on is 13's Reasons Why. So everybody knows 13's Reasons Why came out like August 24th or 3rd. And, you know, I'm really not feeling this season. I really feel like, okay, y'all, at this point, the story's no longer there. And it could have been a really good season with the whole storyline of Bryce being killed. But then you got this random-ass Ani character, Annie, whatever the hell her name is. You got this random-ass bitch coming in out the woodworks. First of all, she's so irrelevant. Like, her character was not needed, in my opinion. I know some people are saying, well, she's the last person that, like, really knew Bryce technically and slept with him and gave and saw his human qualities because the nigga is a rapist. But I'm just like... Y'all could have showed his human qualities without bringing this girl on the show. So I'm real good off of that. I just think the season's kind of dry. I don't like her. She just entered, she's injecting herself in shit that has nothing to do with her. Like, you know, you randomly come in out the woodworks, getting into other people's business. And why are y'all giving this new girl all this information about y'all anyway? And y'all got rid of a lot of good characters. Like, we're not seeing Sherry and all that. Like, we haven't seen a lot of good characters that could have got that should have been on the season, I feel like. Obviously, we knew Hannah Baker ass wasn't coming back, but you you are dismissing other people off the show and brought this random-ass girl that has nothing to do, and she's just annoying. So, and I actually heard that the girl who plays her has been getting, like, bullied on social media because people don't like her character. But one, I think people need to understand, like, one, like, people are not the characters they play in shows and movies, so you need to, like, realize that. And two, like, the whole show's about being bullied and killing yourself, but yet you feel the need to go and bully somebody because you don't like the character. Okay, you don't like the character, so talk about the character. Don't go after the actor. So, people, y'all weird. That just wasn't making no sense to me either, okay? So, um, but just to give you guys a little cap of my week, you know, this is my first week back my first full week back to work with the kids um you know we getting into the groove I'm starting how I want to finish strong and ready to go getting some great in zen or whatever um had a couple kids try to step to your girl but I had to nip it in the butt called their parents right up I'm not playing it like it's gonna be a smooth school year kids so let's start off great I was feeling a little overwhelmed because I'm teaching several different classes but I'm Miss Hart so I'm gonna get it done um, and like I said, I went out this past weekend with a friend of mine's, um, we're cool, you know, and it was a nice weekend. Um, I'm enjoying this friendship. Um, and other than that, I really just been in the house chilling. Uh, me and my coworkers went to happy hour on Friday and I got to know them deeper. And that's the thing too, like with coworkers, like you just got to really, <sighs> It's nice when you can get to know them on a deeper level, but you have to really test people out before you get to know them too deeply. Like, you really got to, like, scope them out because you just never know, like, with people. But, yeah, like, you know, I'm definitely feeling my coworkers this year. Like, some the new people that have gotten on the team and stuff like that. Like, I'm really happy about that. So, um, and other news, like I said, Dorian's not here, so... Other than this, we're going to just move right on into, like, my topic of the day. And, like I said, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it. Um, you know, I think 
one thing I'm acknowledging sometimes when I have to step in without Dorian and vice versa, like it is hard to like have a conversation by yourself. I mean, I have conversations by myself all the time. Actually, I talk to myself quite often, (laughs) which I'm sure a lot of people do, but it's, you know, when I know other people are going to be listening and y'all listen for the dynamic of us, you know, I still appreciate just the ear. Um, and I hope that you can still get something out of, um, this podcast episode you know I do listen to like two podcasts that have like solo uh people on it and I always find intriguing because the topics right and I always feel like the people know how to articulate themselves so it makes me want to listen um so the topic that I want to kind of get into today guys is like this generation the millennials being like not being empathetic um me and my students actually read an article about this generation and their generation, the Y generation, not being empathetic. So if you're not sure what empath uh, to be empathetic means, is like to be able to feel for other people and pr- pretty much put yourself in their shoes. So, you know, the article was saying a lot of things like things like social media has gotten in our way of our ability to connect with people um, because of that barrier there. We're less likely to hold the door for people, less likely to help the homeless, um, that we're empath- we're not so empathetic as like the generations before us is because, you know, we have had these high expectations about how our adult life should have been and it's not quite meaning that. So we're so worried about ourselves that we just don't have the time to care about other people. And for a minute, I got offended and I was like, no, that's not true. Like, old heads always trying to talk about how millennials is lazy and we're spoiled and this, that, and the third, which I definitely disagree with that. I don't think we're lazy. But I think that because we see how times are changing far as money and jobs and schooling are going. Yeah, we definitely are all about ourselves. I know for a fact, I am all about Ariana. Like, you know what I mean? I definitely care for people and I can feel people's pains. But like at the end of the day, like I know I have to look out for myself in any which way you have it. Um, You know, I never going to put myself on the line for nobody, you know, even when it comes down to family, like, of course, I'm going to always help my family. But I think some people let certain labels like families and stuff like that take it overboard that you're willing to, like, also put yourself in a struggling position. And so it doesn't mean that I'm not, you know, able to empathize, but it just means, like, I'm a realist. Like, I understand that people go through stuff and I understand if I give you my last. First of all, if I have a last, that means I'm struggling. And then if I'm giving it to you, we're both finna be struggling. So I just feel like, you know, yes, the generation definitely, I can see it, why we might not be able to empathize as much, but I think it's good reason. The world has become more cruel, it's become more, uh, like, heartless as a whole. Um, And, you know, I don't think that millennials are spoiled or anything, but I think, you know, older people have always made it seem like if you definitely go to college and you're definitely going to get a good job and that's what we are expecting you don't it doesn't hit you until you're graduating college that that's not the reality you understand what I'm saying like when I was brought up in high school and stuff like that and people were telling you how important college was nobody ever told you that it's actually very hard to find a job especially depending on what your degree is in you know what I mean unless you have a very clear-cut like path and also um depending on the field that you're going in, is not that easy. Like I said before on here, like I know multiple people who have their degrees and they're not in the realm that they want to be in because those degrees just 
don't apply for real for real in whatever that field is. Um, and I just think that we're not spoiled, but we have had high expectations and we kind of had a dream sold to us about if you do these right steps, then you're going to equal this. And by the time we realize that that's not really true, yeah, we got to be a little bit like cold hearted or whatever you want to label it as, because yeah, I got to look out for myself. I didn't spend thousands of dollars in a school and now I have to figure out how I'm going to pay these loans back and what is my career going to be because my career that I went to school for is not available to me. Now, for example, me and my situation with being a teacher, I'm very fortunate because teachers are always going to be a high demand. No matter what year we're in, you're always going to need teachers. Um, and actually, there's a shortage of teachers in America right now. Like They need more teachers. So many schools don't have the proper amount of teachers. So I want up on that. But then on the downfall of being a teacher, most schools don't pay well. I'm fortunate to be in one that does. So I'm a few of a very small people who actually go to college and get a great job in what they went to school for, right? Um like I said, I have multiple friends that either who did go to college and not in their field or like, you know, people who just didn't finish. And it's really not, in my opinion, unless they don't have a clear cut path of what they're trying to do. I don't know how beneficial it would be for them. Um, and I just think that's something that the older generations need to take accountability for is that you guys really. And at the time that you were coming up, maybe it was true that if you go to college and do these steps, then you would get X, Y, and Z. But you guys also need to understand like what we were under the impression that we were going to receive and also this generation is a lot about attention and impressing the next person so I think with all of that um people definitely can be cold-hearted and cannot empathize with people because you're so willing to hurt other people for example to get where you want the whole clout chasing thing you're so willing to piss somebody else out there and throw somebody else under the bus just to get you know, what you want to get out of life. And I think because of social media, because you're always seeing somebody else posting the next thing, um, you want that or, you know, just like the article I was reading, it said just like because social media creates this barrier, you can be a boss bitch. You can be big and bad on social media because you're not in that person's face in reality. Um, and you're and of course, in person, you're going to hold different energy. It's so much easier to say what you want, just like when you're texting somebody. Right. It's so much easier to say the shit you want to say to them via text because you're not in their face like you're not having that in-person contact it's so much easier to like talk crazy to someone not saying that people don't have that energy in person but it's much easier to do that via social media via text whatever would you and that kind of goes back to my friend Sierra like when she used to tell me about like it's very important to if not in person with someone always talk over the phone and I think the generation is so social media and text heavy that we don't realize our emotions really truly get lost over those types of things. And that's why, and and we do so many things that don't involve emotion. So by the time it's time for us to like do something that involves emotion, like it just isn't making sense. Um, You know what I mean? Like if I'm texting and it doesn't involve emotion, if I'm on Instagram, Twitter, what have you without emotion, by the time I have to give something to someone, I'm a little needing of help there, right? Like I'm not really able to. And I find myself like that all the time. You know, sometimes I'm dismissive of people or have attitudes or not have the patience that I should. Um, And um, also, I find myself like wanting to detach from certain feelings because I'm just like, 
all I've been seeing is that these feelings aren't getting me anywhere. And I think the reason why our generation thinks feelings don't get us places is because like we don't we're not in tune with them. Because if you were accurately in tune with how you felt about shit, period, friendships, relationships, work, whatever, you would be able to articulate it and you wouldn't be afraid of it. Because, but because we don't often encounter it, because we are in a generation of so many barriers, I think it just makes it easier to try to distance yourself from feeling things or showing emotions or like having the conversations about it. Um, and, you know, I, I would like to be more in tune with emotions. I'm in tune with my emotions as far as, like, I'm angry. I'm upset. Um, I'm confused. I am not so much in tune when it comes with other people. Um, oh, well, to you. You know, I definitely have that attitude. Or even if I like someone, it can become, for me, like, I'd rather not like you because it's just too much work. And... When I say that it's too much work, what do I really mean by that? Because I'm sure like a lot of us have been like, yeah, it's just too much like work to like this person, right? It's a lot easier just to be by myself to just worry about myself, right? And that right there is connected to being, having the ability to um, empathize with people. Because I'm already identifying, like, I think emotions are too much work. And empathy and my ability to feel other people's shit, that's a part of it, right? Um... So, like, even when I like people, you know, like I say, I just feel like it's easier because I think it's easier, one, because when you like someone, you do have to exert an emotion, energy. You have to give to this person. You have to, um, depending on where the situation lies, friendship, talking, dating, being in a relationship, you have to give the person an X amount you have to be able to connect with that person on their emotional and be accountable for how they feel or how you make them feel. Um, and also liking a person does take energy in the sense of when you really like someone, the things they do can hurt you. Right. And instead of acknowledging like, okay, my feelings could have gotten hurt in this situation and this is just life and people get hurt. It's like, uh, I'd rather not deal with it. Uh, this is horrible. And we also tend to over dramatize this generation. Like, when things happen. Like, don't get me wrong, fucked up shit happens to us. Like, real fucked up shit. And your reaction is 100%, like, appropriate. Um, but I think sometimes, like, little shit. Like, this person didn't text me now. Like, I'm, like, butthurt like a motherfucker. Like, like, oh, my God. And I just think... And then that just makes you feel like, you know what? I'm liking this person a little bit. I already feel away because they ain't texting me back. So it's just so much easier for me not to do it. But then you're just continuing to like hurt yourself and another thing that we tend to do too is not communicate things like we feel things we assume another person might think or feel away never speak about it and we just go on doing things on our end that we might not even have to do like you know I said you know I have a friend I like my friend I really do I think it would be easier for me not to like them. You know what I mean? Because I could already see the type of guy that they are, like, as far as, like, young. You're young, and girls definitely are there for you to have in your vicinity. Um, And I haven't, like, just come out right saying, oh, I like you to the person. And... 
that person hasn't said it right out, but we've said things like, oh, I appreciate you. Um, I really fuck with you, which is, I guess, in our language, I like you, right? But I never came out like, hey, like, yo, I'm feeling this. And why? One, as a woman, I feel like I can never really truly admit my feelings sometimes because the niggas always jump to the thing like, oh, she wants a relationship. And if I do, I'm sorry. That's such a crime. And then I'm also scared, scary as fuck. Because if you don't, for some reason, feel that way, or I'm not getting a certain response, then it makes me feel away. So I think we just avoid conversations altogether because it's just like, it's just easier. And then you just go on in this situation, right? That's how we always get into situations. You continue on the situation and you just never really truly know. And then you find yourself six months down the line fucking a person, going out on dates, and you still have no clarity on some shit. You know, and that's just on like a relationship realm. Um, and then you start saying and doing things and you just wonder to yourself, like, okay, maybe I should say something, but it's just so much easier. Or or you just do the whole, like, I'll just fall back. And it's not like the person did anything at all to warrant you falling back. But you fall back because you feel yourself on your end um, escalating in emotion. And don't get me wrong, you could definitely be doing all this because you can sleep clearly, like, just by a person's actions that they might not reciprocate how you feel. But if that's not the case, right, if, like, you never really got a feeling that you're bothering this person or they don't like you and you're just like, oh, I'm going to fall back, then we need to understand, like, the deeper levels to it. Like, why are you so willing to fall back? This You haven't even asked a question yet. And I think it's just the possibility of getting your feelings hurt, the possibility of somebody not wanting the same thing as you. And I think we have to understand, like, sometimes that happens. Because what's meant for you is always going to be yours regardless. Um, And even, like, in friendships and other types of relationships, like working with someone, parent, child, I think it's so much easier just not to deal with people because energy means that... That means you have to exert energy, and that means that, like, now you're taking on somebody else's emotions to be able to feel for them. And you already have yours that you don't even know how to comprehend on any level. And this generation is so fucked up, so mentally drained that you barely have enough for yourself. So, you know, I just would like to be able to feel for people more. I definitely don't want to be like a cold hearted person or a person that is so worried about me. I think I want to be worried about me as well as I can also worry about you. Be brave for me and for you. Um, And it's easier said than done, seriously. So I don't know. I just, that was just my little food for thought. I thought that article that I wrote with my students was really interesting on that. And I just want this generation, which is mostly my listeners, to like really reflect on that shit. Like, are you able to empathize? Are you all about yourself? Um, are you really rational when it comes to expression, expressing your emotions? Do you do it properly? Are you just over-exaggerating things? Or do you under dramatize things as well like being like too underwhelming like you just don't have the right amount of emotion for the shit that you should um and I think also being honest with ourselves like what do you really want like and like not being afraid to go for it like trying to push yourself when you can and and even if you can't bring it up but when somebody else is giving you the space to like be honest be honest when they bring it up at least like because for me like I was with my friend 
And he was like, oh, you know, you don't even want, like, a relationship or anything. I said, I do, actually. Like, you know, we were both drunk at this point. Like, we were talking, and he was like, you're not even looking for no title. Like, you're not even looking for no relationship or anything. So I don't know. Like, I forget what I was saying to him, but he was like, he's pretty much like, I don't understand why you're, like, you know, acting this way. And I was just like, because I do want one. And he's like, oh, so you want one with me? I said, I wouldn't mind a relationship at some point. Like in general, like I and I think about it was that I never communicated to him that I didn't want a relationship. So when he said that, I was just like, "Where did you get that from?" Right? And the here comes the overanalyzing shit, right? Like I was like, "Where did you get that from?" Um, because that shows me that you thought about it. Um, it shows me that something I've done has communicated to you that I don't want a relationship, even though I never verbally expressed that. Um, and it also shows me that you might feel the same way as me because just for you to say that, you know, it's almost like you were kind of trying to check to make sure, like, do you not want one? And sometimes I think that I'll overanalyze stuff. And I was just on the phone with my friend Gabe talking about this. I felt like I always overanalyze shit. Like things happen. I'm like thinking so critically about it. But then I always end up being right. And then, so what I told myself is like, I'm no longer going to say, Ariana, you are overthinking shit, you know, because the shit is simple. Like when people do or say shit that, and you're like thinking deeply into it, like you're probably right nine times out of 10, whatever your first mind is about whatever the circumstance is that you're thinking about, it's probably correct. You know what I mean? Um, Based off of like you actually listening and observing a person, not you just like taking some wild ass shit from the left. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cause I, like I said before, um, you know, we don't want to make assumptions about people and what they want, but like if somebody's clearly showing something and you've been observant, right? Like really observant, then I feel like your first instinct is really the answer. Um, not you just taking one thing, um, and running to the left with it. You know what I mean? And that's why, even in those cases where we're analyzing things and it's our first instinct, at the end of the day, no clearer answer is going to come until you just like be direct with whomever is involved, whether it's your parent, friend, whatever. And you just ask the straight question of whatever you're curious about. Um, because until I have the ad, the balls to be like, yo, nigga, like, what is it? Right? I'm not going to really, really know. All I can do right now is say, okay, I think this, and this is what I'm observing, and this is what I'm hearing. But until I'm actually ready to say, like, this, that, and the third, like, actually lay out a concrete question to get a concrete answer, it's just one big ball of, like, I'm pretty sure. You know what I mean? So I think that's just really important. And for me, I'm really observant, and, like, I listen to what people say when they say it. I listen how they act. I not listen. I look and observe how they act, and I normally am pretty right. So I feel like, you know, I definitely want to get better at just asking questions and just going full force. But yeah, like to go back to my main point before, like you know, when he said that, it showed me some stuff on his end too. Um, but for me, I just had put in my mind it's so much easier to just like be a friend. So much easier to just fall back. Um, because, you know, I have other things going on. I have other people that like me. Um, 
And liking you just is already feeling too complicated. Right? And those are normally the people that we end up really liking, the really complicated people. Um, you know, so with that being said, guys, I just want y'all to leave this conversation just thinking about like, do you lack empathy? Are you able to empathize with people? Are you being real to yourself about how you feel about whatever it is? Are you communicating? Are you assuming? Are you exaggerating? Are you under, like, underplaying it? Like, so just think all those things, take those things into consideration when you move it on a daily basis. Um, because, you know, you have to learn how to balance your emotions. You have to learn to give to yourself as well as to others. So, guys, make sure you follow me at EGAT Pod, me and Dorian. Join in on the conversations. Let me know how you felt about this episode, any topics that you would like to hear in the future. Follow me at Heartcatcher and Dorian at Dorian Black. Um, and I will see you guys next time. Stay beautiful.